When the sun goes down, it's time for a night wave. I'm John Nate, and you're on the Night Wave Show. So with this episode, I continue a series of Nightwave episodes from the Ukrainian countryside, because this is where I'm currently based. I just wanted to take a little break from the big city life and clear up my head. But a temporary change of place doesn't mean a change of music, which I'll be playing here on the show. So in this particular episode, get ready for some fascinating new Nightwave jams. Also, in the second half of the program, I'll be playing a very special dark synth-pop band from Columbus, Ohio, and having a small conversation with them, so be sure to stay tuned if you want to learn who this band is and what they sound like. Meanwhile, how about some dark wave, EBM and industrial made in the Ukrainian city of Odessa? They are Farba Kingdom, and this is something from their 2021 album Nimb or Halo, and it's called Tutnemaye Nichoho. Yeah. 
I think it's the vocal delivery, the chorus and the melody that make this song an earworm to me. The first time I heard it last summer, I knew it was right up my street. This was Tut ne maje nichoho, from Farba Kingdom's Nimb or Halo, released in June last year. Their first ever LP consisting of songs in Ukrainian only. It's pretty much a fun record to listen to if you're into dark wave, post-punk, gothic rock and all kinds of synth. And also if you just start exploring the nightwave scene of Ukraine. Farba Kingdom hail from the city of Odessa, located in southern Ukraine. The band comprises Lisa Farba on vocals and Danilo Farba on synth, guitars, bass and vocals. They have released three full-length albums, one EP and a bunch of singles, with Monkeys of War being the most recent. Here's from Odessa to an up-and-coming dark wave and post-punk from sunny California. The truth is, it's not about California only. But I'll tell you more about it after this next tune. This is a solo project of Julian Sharwarko, alias Harsh Symmetry, and here from his forthcoming debut album, set for release on August 10, is Mirror Twin. This is Ned Wave with John Nade.
Now this kid is definitely onto something. He's Julian Sharwarko, better known as Harsh Symmetry. Now I reached out to Julian on Instagram and I learned that his family on his father's side is Ukrainian. So Julian himself is part Ukrainian. And that's fun. His full-length debut display model is going to drop on Fabrica Records later this summer. You might remember Fabrica Records is a dark Greek label, home of Salafan, Lebanon Hanover and She Passed Away, all of whom, by the way, make up Nightwave episode 13. And here's big news. Doruk Utturkan, one half of She Passed Away, mixed and mastered Harsh Symmetry's debut LP, so it's kind of a double win. Sharwarko is not the only Ukrainian name to feature on Fabrica's roster. Another one is a dark wave band from Ukraine, The Glass Beats, who recently dropped their second LP Time to Time, and you might want to check it out too. Now let's go somewhere more upbeat, but dark all the same. Here's a new one from Minwi Machine. It's the first taster for their upcoming LP to be released on November 4. This is Lion in a Cage. This is Nightwave and all that jazz.
like these lions with our own demons locked in cages and willing to break free and then looking for ways to come to peace with our own beings. Thanks to Minwee Machine for this dark and danceable piece a Lion in a Cage and I'm so very much looking forward to this new album of course. Now we're into the second half of the show in which I want to spread the word about the band I discovered back in March. The band whose album got me back on track since I couldn't listen to any music for a couple of weeks when the Russian invasion of Ukraine started. This is a dark electro-pop for the introspective, as they call themselves on socials. They are Julian Justin from Some More, and they come from Columbus, Ohio, and I am beyond excited to have them here on the show for a small conversation. So, hi Julian Justin, how have you been? We appreciate you so much for having us on. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode tonight. Now you guys just returned from a tour. I know you had some mishaps along the way, things happen, right? But I do hope you also had lots of fun besides that. What's your impression of a tour? And do you wish you could kind of rewind the film and do it all again? I mean, it, it's still like, even with all of the things that went wrong, all of the good things like outweighed it so much. Yeah. So it was like, you know, all the people that we that we met along the way, the people who were at the shows, um, you know, we made some new friends and I, I would do it all over again because, you know, that experience in itself was just worth it. But, you know, you can always rewind the film in your memory and go back to the moment in time that you enjoyed the most and, and kind of taste it again, you know? Was this tour somehow different from your previous tours? It's different as far as touring versus one-off gigs because generally after a local show I feel a little relieved and I can just live in that adrenaline for a little bit, but when we were on tour I felt like don't relax too much because tomorrow there's another one. I always wanted to stay later and I wanted to talk to people a lot longer, but we knew we had to leave so it's, it's this feeling of, of like, man, I really wish I could have stayed longer. I've been there. I had this experience of doing a tour as a member of a poetry band some time ago, but let's leave it to history. Now, as performers, do you sometimes like to be on the other side? Stepping into the audience's shoes? Are you into going to gigs yourself? 
I've been going to local shows since I was probably 14 years old. And of course we've gone to a lot of bigger concerts too. We, we go to shows quite a bit and we think it's an important part of being a musician because it's just being there for other people in a way that you would want to be supported. I think that's important to, to foster that uh, community. Oh, that is so awesome of you to build that community. So what bands and artists have you seen live? We've seen Nine Inch Nails a couple times. We've seen Kid Cudi. We've seen uh, Pussifer. We've seen A Perfect Circle. Tool. We've seen Tool as well, and that was recent. Um, oh yeah, we saw Ghost as well back in February. Go to Goth Nights, and we also go to um, just other band shows. We've seen Pixel Grip. We've seen Patriarchy. Child of Night. There's just a lot of bands, but we love to go and see what other artists are doing, and um, that's just a, a good way to support each other. Wow, that's quite an impressive list of bands and artists. And I do love this fact you are saying about the artist-to-artist -artist support. That's indispensable. Now, your music is steeped in the 80s, but it also has this modern sheen to it, which I like a lot. I think our listeners would like to know who your biggest influencers of the era are. We just find sounds that we really like and while synth is definitely the byproduct of the 80s, I think that it's kind of nice if people can forget that it's a synth just for like a second. And I think Justin does a good job of that um, because that's, that's just where he kind of really gets some joy. Uh, he loves that kind of stuff. We definitely don't steer away from things that are not traditional synth sounds as well. And what about the bands you look up to? The bands and artists that inspire and influence you? Past artists that I think... Depeche Mode, I would say. Depeche Mode, for sure. I really like Devo. Um, and I especially like things that kind of cross between a few genres. We love The Cure, of course. Madonna's earlier stuff. I especially like Stevie Nicks. As far as influences, at least as far as like what I do musically, Fever Ray, The Knife, Nine Inch Nails, Pussifer. Those are the sorts of things that inspire me, I'd say. I mean, but I think probably a lot of things, you know, peek through that just that sounds I've heard that I thought were interesting and things like that. Now this sounds so interesting, especially about the early works of Madonna. I love her first albums as well, that's some great stuff. Here's to one more before we jump to your first track. Surfaces, your debut full length. It has been out for a little more than a year now, right? How do you feel about this fact? Is this sort of a pivotal moment for you as a band? It is a milestone and it signifies the beginning of this whole journey or path or whatever it is we're on. And so I'm happy looking back at that and knowing that that was when we essentially released this body of work that we held on to for, for some time. And so looking at that, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy about it and can't wait to make new things. We have some in the works now, but we're, uh, we're moving. We're moving towards that, so we're pretty excited. So am I, and so are our listeners, who I'm sure can't wait to hear some more on the Nightwave show. So be it. Here's some more with track number two on their debut album, 
surfaces out now. This is junk town. is Nightwave and all that jazz.
Now this was Junktown from Sammore. Sammore is an alternative synth-pop band from Columbus, Ohio, and I have them here on the show with me. So coming back to Surfaces, your debut LP. In the era of all things fast and short, why did you opt for a full length and not an EP? Or say, a series of singles like they do now? We always go full, <laughs> the the full way, I guess. Like we don't just kind of go hard or go home. Yeah. yeah, we kind of just want to do everything we can to the best of our ability. And that's not saying that you know somebody releases an EP is not doing the right thing. It's it's whatever's right for that person and or that band or that group. I personally felt like it's a snapshot. Yeah, it's a snapshot. Yeah, it, it says something about who you are. Too. I wanted that to be a message in itself that we take this seriously like many other bands do and we're here, you know, we're here to stay and we're just gonna keep keep making music as long as it still makes us happy. This sounds very confident from a band knowing what they do and where they are headed. I'm all for LPs and not EPs, by the way. I, I really think the traditional album format kind of educates the listener because, you know, it takes time and patience to sit down and go through the entire album without getting distracted, right? So it's kind of cool you go that way. By the way, are there the tracks on the album you would like the Nightwave listeners to watch out in particular? Junktown is mainly just one that I, I'm really proud of because it's sort of super simple, but it's also just a vibe, you know? The whole record, listen to the whole record. <laughs> Front to back, listen to it. I know that uh, Friend Request is probably the toughest. It's either you love it or you hate it, but at least you'll know where you stand. That doesn't mean that people won't like the other songs, but like if they like that one, they probably will like the majority of the album. It's a little abrasive. Yeah. It's very And so, edgy. I mean, it just takes time to get familiar with the song and it's one of the ones that kind of grows on you. Yeah, Friends Request was one of my highlights from that record, Real Grower. So, Whenever I play synth or post-punk bands or artists here on the show, those influenced by the 80s era, I get to ponder if the 80s legacy is ever finite? Is it somehow endless or is it just a recurring period like any other period? I don't think any kind of genre is finite unless people start to say, oh, that doesn't work there or like that sound doesn't fit in this genre. So I think that every genre has the ability to evolve and these things are cyclical. So 80s can come back, the 90s are coming back. You can see it in, in people dressing like the 90s now. And I don't worry about that. I think that audiences are smart. They can tell what a copy is. And if the artist doesn't try to evolve a little bit, then they're gonna get bored of it. So, so we just try to take each song as something different and we don't put restrictions on, well, that doesn't fit our, our music, that doesn't fit our sound, that doesn't fit the genre, etc. I love your approach, it's so methodological. By the way, which comes first in your case, the music or the lyrics? And how would you personally describe your music? 
if we feel the music is really pushing us in a certain direction, we'll go there. I think I think for now it's just about how can we how can we express ourselves through this sound and this music and do we have words that we can put to it that make it feel, you know, like it's fully represented and expressed. Um, we know it's harder to explain what kind of music we do just based on that. We're not doing anything groundbreaking per se, but I do think we, we do make a, an effort to, if something sounds too similar, we're just like, nah, we can't use that. <laughs> Your effort is plain to see, guys. Now, you also said audiences can discern something that is unique from something that is a copy. And with this growing number of synth-pop, new wave and dark wave bands and artists, in particular those comprising two people who take inspiration from one and the same cultural and musical decade, how do you avoid the risk of falling into the trap of a copy of a copy? The other thing is to stay away from the trap that you mentioned. It really just, people should always seek out new music. And what you do by finding new music and playing it for your listeners is, is so important because we all know what it's like to have a certain favorite genre or artist. Uh, but I do feel like it kind of begs that we we listen to other artists, we listen to other styles, and, and that's, that way we're not just pinned into what we've heard over and over again. Absolutely. Sometimes you just have to sort of soak up different music, process it, and then make the most of it to create your own thing. Which also takes a lot of listening to the music of other artists. How do you stay in tune, by the way? Is there a music diet you go on now and then, or something of that sort? I'm a music hunter, so I will sit on, I'll get into these little, I don't know, deep dive sessions on the internet where I'm digging and sifting and listening and finding people I've not heard of and wanting to know what they sound like uh, out of curiosity and I might get a tiny whiff of inspiration from something, but it's, it's just... I try not to make anything sound exactly like something else. Now these guys sound like no other modern synth-pop band. That was my initial impression when I came across their album Surfaces back in March. Actually, I'm gonna play one more cut from Surfaces and this time it'll be something different. Kind of a slow burner. The one we touched on in tonight's conversation. So, Julie and Justin, thank you for being with me tonight. I'm sure our listeners had lots of fun listening to you and learning about a new awesome band they can start digging into right now. Hey Nightwave, thank you for having us. This was awesome. You have really good questions. Thank you. Thank you too, guys. Means a lot to me. Here's some more with Friends Request and a brand new dark wave and minimal synth cover of Bon Jovi's It's My Life will follow next, so stay tuned.
This is Night Wave. Julie and Justin making up a synth-pop duo some more from Columbus, Ohio. My guests on the show tonight and this was a brooding number from them called Friends Request. Check out some more and their debut album Surfaces. It's one of my 2022 biggest finds so far. And it's now or never that I should be playing this last tune. Because when dark wave or synth bands have their take on rock music, it's always fun. I've had this band on the show before and they just dropped a really fun take on Bon Jovi's classic, so I just couldn't let it slip away. This ain't song for the broken-hearted. No silent prayer for faith departed. I'm sure you know the drill. There you go with Krakow Loves Adana from Hamburg. And as promised, it's my life. My name's John Nate, and we'll keep on writing next time. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. No silent prayer for the faith departed. In the crowd, you're gonna hear my voice when I shout it out loud. It's my life, it's now or never. I ain't gonna live forever. I just wanna live while I'm alive. It's my life, my heart is like an open highway. 
Wave. It's my 